Ah, there it is. There's that song, Barrett. And you know what that means. That means it's a victory Monday here on The Middle (laughs) with Barrett Brooks and Harry Mays, Jacob Media YouTube channel, and a lot of football to discuss. Uh, We got so much to do to break down this Eagles win. Uh, You and Seth on the postgame show, apparently Barkhan rolled out an ah-da-da. Uh, you you doing the Delaware Villanova game, which ended up being a, quite an entertaining football game in that fourth quarter. Which that, that game never seemed to end. That, how long did that game take to play? It was ridiculous. Oh man, it was like three forty five, three fifty, man. Right, but I you know I caught some of your uh, your analysis on that. So you know that plus you know college football from the uh, Ohio State and you know Penn State, all this stuff that we got to do today. So we had so much football. Sunday discuss. night football. But I tell you, I mean, the thing, this thing got real on, what was it, Friday afternoon, I believe. It was after our show. And I see John McMullen put out a tweet that said that Alvin Kamara, Ramchick, and Armstead are all out, out. of the New Orleans Saints. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, Trevor Simeon, Trevor Simeon is limited to begin with, right. and now you take away his most dynamic weapon and the two pillar, uh, you know, ends that are going out there to protect his rear end. Pro this bowlers could get ugly, yeah. Pro bowlers, exactly <laughs> right. And and they've already been down. Uh, one of their guards, what Pete, the kid from Stanford that yep. they've had on that offensive line for a couple of couple of years. I mean, they were down all these weapons, and then the two tackles, and I'm like, wow. This, this really does look almost too easy for the Philadelphia Eagles. And it turned out that way too, man. I mean, yeah. total domination from beginning to end. You know, all those, you know, them little, you know, points they scored towards the end. Yeah, you know, I mean, of course they should have kept their foot down. You know, and, that, that, and that's what Seth was saying. You know, once you get a player down, yeah, just go ahead and just keep them down. You know what I mean? I know, but they, really, they, they were never in that game, even after. I know everybody's freaking out. You know, that's a total barkhand move is to get all freaked out about them scoring 15 points in a four-minute stretch. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. Was that game really ever in doubt? <laughs> Seriously. Never, no. Never, never. I mean, you know, credit to the Eagles for after it became 33-22 to 22 with seven minutes and 14 seconds left. You know, to, to, to go out and execute a nine-play drive, 75 yards. They even got J-Jaw involved in that drive, for Christ's sake. That I didn't even know he was still off. on the team. Right, but that's, that kind of pissed me off. The coach talking about we're going to give him a game ball because it was a oh, that's point so, in the game. That's the it total pandering that this guy right. does. That's, right. that's still – I still have problems with Sirianni, believe me. Right, right, right. in the beginning right, right. of the game, like, you know, he spoke to the team that the fans deserve all this. Like, uh, we stop. Just go play. Just go execute plays. Just go win. Don't tell me why you're doing it. Or exactly. What, that somebody deserves this. Jay Jaw with a game ball. I guess he can take that with him when he goes and works at Amazon next year. <laughs> well, at the end of the day, case. man, I'm tired of the participation trophies that we give out. You know, I know. on this team. Forget that. You know, we're talking about a team that you know potentially could be a really good team. Don't mess it up. Just yeah. don't screw it up. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't want to hear all that. Oh, you know, it was a big. It wasn't a damn big catch. Give me a break, man. Give me a break. Come on. <laughs> we ran the ball on the team. We weren't supposed to run the ball on. Right. That's the narrative. You exactly. get a game ball to the offensive line. That's what you get a game ball to. I don't want to hear nothing else about J. Jaw this and J. Jaw that. Okay. Now, do you think that 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 uh, Sirianni did that for Howie? 
Yes. You know, There's knowing no that the, the game is kind of out of out of reach. It's late in the fourth quarter. We're driving. Let's 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 get J. Joe involved here. Ah da da. Yeah. You know? That's it in a nutshell. Ah da da. <laughs> you you know? Did Nick look up into the owner's box? You know, I got you. You know, after <laughs> that play was done, I got you, man. And Jay, how he's looking he's down like at him in the binoculars. <laughs> <laughs> he probably texted him. <laughs> probably. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, coach, could you put JJ in? Yeah, could, 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 could you throw me a bone here, please? You know, because because Rager stinks. Jalen hey, Ragor stinks. But you know what, man? I I was getting a lot of slack on my social media about um about you know I, I always pick the, you know the player I pick for the standout player of the game. I picked JJ the past you know two times, well three times, mm. and the offense has played well when I pick him. So. I pick them, you know, it's, 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 it's almost pandering, but I pick them just to keep everybody else. Cause I remember I picked a couple guys a couple years earlier. Right. And they ended up on IR. So I never, I never pick a, a good player because I don't want to end up, you know, I don't want to jinx them. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, so right. That's why I picked JJ. And oh my goodness, they're lighting me up. He's, he's not good. He can never <laughs> mount in. I was like, all right, you know, it's an inside thing we got going on, but let's mm-hmm. just, I'll take it. Right. I'll, I'll take it. You know what I'm saying? Just as long as we're winning the way we're winning, I don't care. I'll take this. I'll be the sacrificial lamb and pick Jalen Rager every right. week if I have to. It's going really? to work. It's going to work out. You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> those checks keep coming, Barrett. You know, who cares? Just, just pick them. You know what you get for that? Ah, da, da. Ah, da, da. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, their offensive line controlled the game. I mean, it was really something to see. You know, I mean, they got Miles Sanders involved early, even after he had the fumble. You know, they went right back to him, which I thought was good on the yep. good on the coaching staff, not to bail on him after that. Jordan Howard was involved. Uh, you know, Boston Scott even got a couple of carries. I still think the quarterback runs the ball a little bit too much. But I think that was by design, though. You, you know, think they, so? Yeah. What they did was they they went back with the read option. They ran the read option a little bit this game just to just to keep that defense honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I mean, you look at it. Jalen is just an explosive player. He's an right. explosive player when the ball's in his hands, and you got to take advantage of it. You know, you can't worry about him getting hurt at this point because. I mean that's 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 just what he does, and we're talking about a guy that you know we talked about it in the show um, yesterday. We're talking about he's not just a quarterback though; he's a quarterback that squats six hundred pounds. Yeah, at, at, at yeah. the University of Alabama, they had to stop him from lifting weights with the offensive lineman. He wanted to lift with the offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. Come on, man, he's that strong. It's right. not like he's a weak guy. Those are not the numbers he puts up in the weight room. Or linebacker esque, right? So you know, it's not like you know he's a weak guy. He's a strong guy. So. No, I know, but I mean, putting yourself out there time and time again right, in the NFL, right. you don't regardless of like how Cam. much you squat, yes. you know, you're, you're going to get hit. Yep. And yeah, Cam Newton took took a beating. You know, I mean, Lamar yep. Jackson, you know, has yet to really take a beating. But you know, I, unless you're like unless you're like Russell Wilson, he has always seemed to avoid big yep. hits. You know, and maybe Jalen Hurts ends up, you know you know, incorporating that into his game. He did a little sliding yesterday, I saw. In that second half, they were basically just doing, like, quarterback runs and yeah, when they and, got the big lead, and but he'd slide. And, and you know, that's his maturation. Yeah. Understanding, you know, like like everybody was on him about throwing the ball um, throwing the ball uh, out of bounds on that, on that one play uh, in the second half. 
And the reason why he didn't, it was a design run. So if he'd mm-hmm. have thrown the ball, there would have been men down the field. So if, if he only lost like two yards on the play. Right. If he have threw the ball down the field, would have been, been a penalty. Five, you know, penalty with five yards down the field. Right. So he didn't throw it because there were men down the field because it was a design run. Right. That's him maturing, you know, mm-hmm. also understanding, you know, that I need to live to fight another day. I don't want to, you know, give up a big sack because at the end of the day, we're in field goal range. We can kick a field goal. That's his yeah. maturation, understanding, you know, where he is on the field. Yeah. He How about Jake Elliott? Jake Elliott nailing that 50-yarder? Bro, he's, he's quietly. He's been, he's been good. He's quietly been very good. We just yeah. have to so we, say, we're all on the punter. You know, mm-hmm. we're always talking that, you know, that, that punter for the first, you know, six games, you know, he was, he, <laughs> he was, was like my an MVP. MVP. Yes, yeah. he was. <laughs> he was my MVP candidate. You right. Know? right. I mean, he, he's been booming them, man, you know, and, and, you know, we don't give him us, it's just do, you know, but uh, suppose Sippos is, is, is playing like a pro bowler, man. Right. He's definitely playing like a pro bowler, but you know, I mean, Jake Elliott, he's kicking, marvelous right now this is exactly when he's supposed to get and it's starting to get cold too and mm-hmm. it seems like he's getting better as it gets colder usually kickers kick better in the, in the summertime right but he's getting better as it's getting colder this is when you need to run the ball this is this is this is this is the weather that our team our team specialists are are, are, are becoming more and more vital you know the kicker Right. Punter. Well, that you weather's coming. It's not here yet. It's coming though. Right. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean that. Was, that's you know that was their first uh, home victory in quite a while, and uh, you know, well, I, since it, September second of last year, that was our last home game. I mean, our last home win. But that was when no people were in the in the stands exactly. too, right? Yeah. Exactly. So I, I don't well, even know if this? that counts. How about this, man? I get the schedule for uh, ESPN. So uh, this weekend, I got to go to. I got to go to. Um, Missouri State. I've got UT Martin at Missouri State. UT Martin. Yes, they have a football team. Yes, yes, oh and they're they're you know this is the you know championship uh, for FCS. So I got all FCS games this um, okay. You know for this ESPN season. Now when is that game? Saturday or Friday? Yes, Saturday. It's on okay. Saturday. All right. But then the next week, guess where I gotta go? Missoula, Montana. Montana. Oh my. <laughs> now, it's gonna be snowing up there. I can guarantee that. It's that's, on a Friday. That's the the Grizzlies. The yes, Montana the Grizzlies, Grizzlies are in yes. Missoula. Yes. The Montana State Bobcats, I want to say, yes. are in Bozeman. Yes. That's yep. in Bozeman. Dude, you are on it, man. I've been to Bozeman. <laughs> I've never been yeah, there. Yeah, I've been there. This will be yeah. my first time, probably my last time if I don't have a game there. Man. Also, you know, oh, it's, but, it's great up there. Are you kidding? Yeah, it's me? on a Friday night next week, so I got that. Okay. Um, those, so those are my two games slated for this um this postseason. So post-season are you gonna miss play. any shows? Of course not. Okay. Of course not. I actually, you know, you know what, man? I actually make my travel around the show like on 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 Friday. Mm-hmm. I leave at two thirty. Right after the show, I just jump on jump on the car, sh- scoot over to the airport, and I leave at two thirty. Now, where's that game played for Tennessee Martin and Missouri State or whatever? Where's that game? At Missouri State in Springfield, Missouri. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I believe that might be the southwest corner of the state. If I yes, wanna. it is. It's yes. kind of not far from Joplin, Missouri. Bro, you are on it, man. Yeah, and Carthage, Missouri. <laughs> I've been everywhere, bro. Kidding me? Seriously, that's exactly where it is. It's closer to Kansas City, you know. Yeah, what I mean? yeah. It's to St. Louis. Yeah. Right, yeah, right. You're absolutely right. right, man. Right. And I'm from St. Louis. I'm from Missouri, and I didn't know where the hell it was. Yeah. It's not all that far from the Ozarks. 
Right, it's right on the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, I used to go fishing in Ozarks all the time. Oh, yeah? Uh, Bagnell Dam used to be right there. Nice. Now, what kind of fish do you go for there? Is that a trout? Oh, this catfish. Catfish. Trout, bass, uh, (laughs) paddlefish. Paddlefish have a big, like a big spoon, spoon bill, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, they got a big spoon. Um, Try to catch those. I mean, they they can catch catfish the size of a... um, Little people, you know what I'm saying? The size of kids. You know, mm-hmm. they have some catfish that might weigh two or three hundred pounds, man. Jeez. Right up underneath the dam. Are those the ones that they they stick their hand noodling. in? They yes, noodle. they go noodle. They noodle. Yes, they go noodle. But yeah. they can't do it at the dam, you know, because at the dam, they're so big that they might pull them in. Okay. You're talking about catfish like 300 pounds, 400 wow. pounds. That's like yeah. a Jordan Mylotta catfish. <laughs> right, right, how, right. How good was he yesterday? Bro, and the, the attitude, man, the attitude. Yeah nastiness that's right. all you saw was nastiness yesterday in that game once they hit um once uh what's it 92 davenport yeah once he hit Jalen um out of bounds from that point on right he was pissed the entire game those two were going at it the entire game now i told you he needed to leave that damn ukulele alone and start balling and that's what's going on right now once he gets that attitude a little bit that rub off on the yeah. country boy sitting next to him and dickerson this is gonna be a Really, really nasty offensive line. This is what you want, man. Yeah, this is exactly what you want. Go out there, smack guys in the face, take names. I were they ran the ball on the best run stopping defense in the league. They were only averaging seventy three yards uh, allowed on the ground a game. They had one hundred fifty eight yeah. at halftime. I know and the total for the game two forty two. Come on, man. You tell me this team is – and then everybody's talking about, well, you know they can win it. Yes, they can win every game. They go in with the same attitude, even on the defensive side of the ball. They played tighter. It was a you know great call by uh, by uh, Gannon. But even if they go in – even if they play Dallas right now, right. that's how you beat Dallas. You run the ball on Dallas. All right. That's, you know, that's what, said, uh, that's what uh, the Denver Broncos did. We got you some breaking news here for the Eagles. Um, they have no, they've signed extended TJ Edwards. So after his big interception early in the game yesterday, which actually led to an Eagles touchdown, um, their second touchdown, put them up 14 nothing. They've given him uh, 2.15 million in guaranteed money and up to 3.2 million reported by a rap sheet. It's like a one-year extension. Okay? Da-da-da. One-year contract extension through 2022. So he's signed and sealed and a part of the defense for at least another year. So there's your breaking news. That's that's them giving him a bone because he's changed how you play the linebacker position here in Philadelphia the past four games. Mm-hmm. Once he became a starter, he's teaching even these young guys how to play the linebacker position. You notice now they're not playing back, that once they see the play coming towards them, once they see the double team, they're going downhill and initiating contact, which keeps the defensive line from being double teamed. That's all him being what he needs to be as a linebacker. And and and, and if you look at it, everybody else is starting to play the same way. Even Singleton is starting to do the same thing. Alex is making impact tackles, and I told you all what impact tackles are. Right. Impact tackles are tackles that, that, are, that are made either – three yards before or three yards after the line of scrimmage. Right. Not eight, not eight yards down the field. Not eight, nine yards. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. Baldy put up a great uh, Instagram. He was, he was all over the Saints Eagles uh, footage already this morning. I saw this early this morning. He goes, um, 
at Jordan Mylotta. 1-800-MYLOTTA for all your moving needs. And he shows a, a footage <laughs> of Mylotta just taking one of the defensive linemen and just like pushing him all across the field and then finally burying him down. <laughs> it's great. Oh, I wish we could show it. If we could show it, uh, Xander needs to get this. It's on Baldy's Instagram. I don't know. If I, wish we, I, I we, wish we could. It's probably a violation. But then well, he's why got, would it be a violation? I don't know. Was, uh, YouTube is very particular. Okay, okay. Then he's got another one here. He's, oh, he says we can. Oh, we he can? Says, all right. Well, there's a bunch of them here right in a row of all Eagle stuff. At Lane Johnson 65 and at Jordan Mailata are the best tandem of offensive tackles in the NFL, according to Baldy. Wow. They were on full display versus the Saints. That's another one. He said he'll get it. All right. Well, there's like three right in a row of all Eagle stuff, and it's all it's all great stuff. I love to hear him narrate this stuff. He gets so excited. <laughs> Bro, I just sit back, man, up at NFL Fields, man. That, yeah. That's the best part of my job when I played when I was um uh, when I was interning there and, and when I was a uh, um uh you know, just a producer. Right. I'd sit down with Baldy and we just go over film and I I man look I said look man look at this right here, look at this right here. Look at this double team. Look how he gets yeah. off. And I'm talking to him about it. But then he gets he gets all, you know, the finger going. Oh know, yeah. Oh yeah. He starts slurping his coffee. Jim- <laughs> <laughs> He's always got the styrofoam thing or the or the Dunkin' Donuts yeah. thing. Going. He'd do that on the radio show. He'd show up, you know, 10 minutes before the show and eat his eggs that he got from downstairs yeah. at the manja. He'd have this big plate, styrofoam plate of scrambled egg and like eight pieces of bacon. Yep. And he'd yep. sit there and just devour. And he'd be talking about football, and bits of egg would be flying out of his mouth. He didn't care. Right. And then he, hey, hey, and he, you know, hey, you know, everybody calls you hair. Hey, hair. Yeah, like, yeah. Hey, hey, bear, bear, bear. Look at bear, 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 bear. Stuff flying out. Look at this block here. Bear, bear, bear. Look at the separation. The here. mic screen would have little right. bitty <laughs> tiny pieces of scrambled egg in it after he was done. And then he's got the coffee, right? So, so while he's doing on the show, he doesn't he doesn't mute the mic. But he's nope. just right up there. <laughs> and look, just look, hilarious. it could be winter time, and it'll have flips off, flip flops oh, on, yeah. right. shorts, and a bandana and, a, and shorts, right. and, and, and a long sleeve t shirt. And that's his winter outfit. Right. You know right. He came right from the gym right. to, to the show. Yeah. And then stopped off to get the eggs. It's just classic. Hey, it's just great. Hey, Bear, 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 Bear. Had a great, great yoga class today. Heated yoga. Oh, yeah. He yeah. try, Bear. Yeah. Bear, what, try. what is he called? Bikram or Bikram yoga or whatever, yeah. the hot <laughs> yoga? Yeah. I used to always ask him. I said, you know, any, any of the women uh, pass gas in those classes about Baldy? Because I heard, I heard that happens all the time in these yoga classes. Huh? I'm so dialed in. I wouldn't even hear it. It's just great. Oh, uh, I'd always ask him something to get him off, uh, get him off track. You know, so. but that's me. Can you imagine that, man? Dude, yeah. I was in heaven for like five years, bro. Uh-huh. I'm sitting back or I'm sitting back with Joe Theismann. He's telling me stories about what's going on, you know, right. Like Sterling Sharp, you know, he's telling me stories about not, not just football story, but he's telling me stories about all this stuff that, you know, happened at ESPN during this time. When we first got the ESPN, you know, he's, he's telling me stuff about that, man, and everything that's going on, you know. Then I go downstairs to Jaws, and I talk to Jaws for a book. I mean, it, it wasn't even working. That's when right. it, that's when I love to come to work. Right. Just going up there, just picking their brain. And, and at the same time, they're picking my brain, too. We're telling stories. Can you imagine the amount of stories that I heard and what I regurgitated? Oh, look, here we go. Here oh, we go. here we go. 
Let's roll it. Move some heavy furniture. You know, like a piano or a big bookcase. Like, just call Malata. Malata Moving Company right here. Like, this is Marcus Davenport, six foot eight, 290 pounds. Like, everybody's just watching Malata and Davenport here. Plays over. But, like, even <laughs> with Davenport on top of Malata, he just lifts him up off the ground. Like, even Dickerson's <laughs> looking at that going, dude, that's Davenport, man. You're just, like, getting up off the ground. He's on your back. You're just flipping him. Malata Moving Company. Like, just, just call him. Like, whatever you got to get out of the house. He'll do it. 1-800-MALATA. He'll just move it. Lift it up, move it, do it all by himself. Everybody can just watch. Have some lemonade. Go watch Malata just move furniture. Have some lemonade. Go watch Malata move furniture. How great is that? And, you know, you see Dallas Goddard just hits it. All he, all he needed was that just little hit on the hip. Uh-huh. And it, and, it, and it got him going in the right direction, man. See, that's that's, that's those are the little things that people don't see that really make a difference. Right. You know, that's why Emmitt Smith was so good when he was playing. Can you imagine? He has that 2-and-A. You got Eric Williams. You got Nate Newton. Larry Allen. Larry Allen. Yeah, you, he was probably – he might have been in the best guard in history of football. He was definitely the strongest. Yeah. The strongest. I um. Yeah, he came I, out of football powerhouse, Sonoma State. Right, right, right. And I asked him one time, you know what I'm saying, because we, we got stuck down there. when The year we beat – my rookie year, we got stuck down there because it was a huge snowstorm up here. It was like four foot or three foot of snow up here in, in, in Philly. We, In fact, soon after we beat – after we beat up on um on on the Lions, we mm-hmm. flew out the next day because we saw the snowstorm coming. So we flew down to um Florida, and we're down in Florida practicing. Then we go play Dallas. Well, we right. ended up losing. Right. But we couldn't fly back because nothing was open. Everything was still cut off. You know, the streets. You couldn't drive on the streets. You get fined if you drive drive on the streets. It was just bad up here. So we okay. stayed there like an extra two days in Dallas. Yeah. So I mean, I ended up you know hanging out with L.A. Larry Allen and and you know, a couple other um guys on the team. And I asked, I said, actually, I said, yo, bro, how did you get so strong, man? You know, give me the real what, reason. What's, what's the secret? And I said, what what did you do, man? He said, hey, man, to tell you the truth, in L.A., I live right next to Samoans. Mm. And all we did was eat horse meat and lift weights. I said, horse Come on, meat? Man. Yes, horse meat. What is, what is he eating at McDonald's? Horse meat. Like, you know, like, 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 they eat that Polynesian culture. They, they, it's like a delicacy to them. They eat horse meat. Oh my goodness! And I mean, he said that's what they would do. It's like I'm like, all right, come on. This is not like you know. I don't know if you remember back in the day. This you think uh, called the Buya Tribe? It was a rap group called the Buya Tribe. No, I'm not familiar. Now, these these some big Samoans, and in their front yard, they got a weight weight set. You know what I'm saying? They can lift okay. weights right in the front yard. Right. And he said, man, it was just like that. He said, just like the Buya Tribe, we'd be up in the front, and instead of going up and playing, you know, playing, you know, baseball or something, we just go in there, we just start lifting weights. Lift the weight. He right. bits like 700 pounds. He had a permanently bent bar at the facility. It's permanently bent like this because all the weight he has. Because there was so much weight on each yeah, side. And he, had to, wow. he had to stick a clip in there to keep all the weight from coming off when he's lifting weights. I'm like, come on, man. 700 pounds, man. Now, he had a spotter, didn't he? Who's going to spot? Who could spot him? Well, I don't know, but I'm saying, like, what if what if no. something happened? Wasn't nobody spotting him. He didn't need Jeez. a spotter. Wow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, John Shelton asks on the stream, is that like the meat you get at White Castle? Well, if it is, I'm not benching 700 pounds. 
I'm kind of pissed off. I didn't. Maybe I need to go eat some more. Seven well, that's because there's too much, uh, too much bun. <laughs> so, you know, like he's just eating the meat. He's not right. eating that with buns. That's probably LA, the man. That was, wow. that was a good dude, bro. I mean, a good dude, yeah. man. Nice, yeah. man. You think you know? You think he'd be like a a butthole? He wasn't, right. man. He was just a good dude, man. A nice dude. All right. Now, how about the uh, that first drive? They um, they get after the the interception, and Hertz takes it for for one yard. Right. They, they they got the ball at the New Orleans thirty nine. So great field position, and they took advantage of it. And then the next score, you're gonna love this. Hertz went in again on a three yard run. There were seven plays on the drive. Every one was a run. <laughs> Now the weird thing is, is five of them were Jalen Hurts. Right. Five out of seven plays were Jalen Hurts, the quarterback running ball. It's like high school offense, but it worked. Well, because it's just physical play. They're not trying to sugarcoat it. They're not trying to, you know. They, they, there's no disillusion on what they were going to do. They uh, they knew exactly what they they were going to run the ball regardless. Right. And I told them that's. You know, and that's what I, we I, were looking for. That's what right. you were looking for, particularly, is like saying, hey, we know we're going up against the best run D here, but we're going to do what we do. And we're that's not what gonna... we do. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So you're going to have to stop us. This is what we do. We're not going to. I had a coach in high school. We ran six plays. And we run those six plays out of different formations or different personnel packages. Mm-hmm. But we were going to run those exact same six plays. And we just ran them so good. You know, we were successful with it. Right. But. Everybody, everybody in there, we all see it. Everybody sees it. We're just going to run the ball. That's your job to stop it. And this boy, I'm telling you, it's, it's intimidating to a team when you can't stop a team when you know they're going to do it. Like, you know, they could basically go up there and say, hey, let's double team to here and then uh, pull the backside guard up in here and, and, and tell the defense that's exactly what they're doing. And they're still able to accomplish Still able to execute it. That is, yeah. that is an unreal feeling. As an offense, it's an unreal feeling as a man to let another man know what you're going to do to him, and you still pull it off. That's like you know, I mean, at this point, the Saints they had they were in that ice tub all day today. They'll be in the ice tub all mm-hmm. day today because they physically got their ass kicked today, physically, and that's an emotional scar. On that was the third loss in a row. Right, right. You know, they got their ass kicked. You know what I'm saying? That's that's almost unconscionable to have, you know, a team do that to you. And even though you knew they were going to do it, you couldn't stop it. Right. I mean, 50 rushes. Think about that. When was the last time an Eagles team has run the ball 50 times? Well, you know what's even better? Sanders Sanders touched the ball 16 times and had 94 yards. Mm -hmm. Jalen Hurts, 18 times for 69 yards. Right. Howard, 10 touches for 63 yards. So that's 6.3. I mean, you're getting like six yards a crack. Right. I mean, why wouldn't you keep running it? 242 yards and three touchdowns on the ground. Now, one thing, they also sustained drives, too, because they were 12 of 21 on third down. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. That's just, I mean... (laughs) Come on. And then and then the defense in the first half, I think they held him to like two for eight in first downs. Mm-hmm. Two for eight. That is crazy. Now and you I were, love the fact we only were, do it 
what, 23 times? Uh, he threw it 24 times. That's the one thing. He wasn't 13 for 24 is not very good. Yeah, you know, as far as accuracy goes. Right, but I mean, hey, they made it happen, though. I know. I know. I'm just trying to think about sustainability. That's all. Now, <laughs> you were doing the post-game show uh, for a couple hours afterwards. Did, did, did they provide any update on Jordan Howard? No. No. Okay. No update so we'll probably on get that Howard. today sometime, maybe, right, or tomorrow right. at the latest. So, and then I didn't really uh, didn't know what the injury was. They weren't very specific with it. Right. You know, so. But I mean, I. But I'm once again. I'll say it again. I hate the pandering. Mm-hmm. With, with, I know with, with JJ, man. Come on, man. Yeah, Come I don't on. need that. I really don't need. <laughs> I was just starting to enjoy myself, right? You know what I mean. And then you got to mix in Jaw in here. Come on, stop. <laughs> Come that, on. that took me over the hump, man. I'm like, Come yeah, on, dog. yeah. <laughs> Give me a break, man. You were almost good with me, man. I was, you know, right. Right. I was Google Gaga for 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 his play calling, and all of a sudden he pulls this out of his head. Mm-hmm. You can't do that to me, man. Just just leave well enough alone. I agree. You have right, to gotta, go in the right direction. Man. We'll take a short time out. We'll be back with more discussion on the Eagles, and we'll get into uh, uh, the rest of the NFL card. It was a very interesting game played at four twenty-five yesterday. I know you were working. Uh, the Jacob Media post game show was in full flight, but I was watching the Cowboys and the Chiefs, and we have to discuss that as well as uh, a whole lot of other stuff on a big football weekend right here on The Middle with Barrett Brooks and Harry Mays. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. 
Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. And welcome back to the middle, Barrett Brooks and Harry Mays. And we got to get into this defense, too, because uh, it's it's becoming very apparent. And you, I got to give you credit because you were the first one that I ever heard say this about Jonathan Gannon and his sort of mindset when it comes to playing certain teams and certain quarterbacks. And you're spot, you were spot on, and it happened again yesterday, where he's going to look at, this, you know, Teddy Bridgewater, a uh, Jared Goff, a Trevor Simeon, those Daniel are the three, Jones, the three guys. You have, well, Daniel Jones is coming up too, Next right? Week, yep. Um, Daniel Jones at least does have the ability to use his legs, which these other guys really generally don't. But he looks at these guys and he says, "Do I respect their arm talent? Do I respect their ability to, you know, to execute throws in tight windows?" And the answer is no. And when they come up against guys like that, this defense looks pretty darn good. I mean, it's, you know, they're bad quarterbacks. Let's, let's face it, but they're taking advantage of it. Well, you know, and he calls a totally different game, right? You know, I mean, more you, you aggressive. Get a guy, exactly. You know, yeah. so guys are tighter on him. And when he thinks, when he, when he starts thinking like that, you notice how his guys play. They're a direct reflection on how he's calling the game. If you allow them to be more aggressive, they tend to play a lot more aggressive. It's hard to play pat. I mean, hard to play passive if you got to be up on somebody and get physical right then and there. Mm-hmm. It's hard to play passive because you're initiating contact right there. You're amped up right there because you have to bring the game to them right there. When you're passing, you're playing off. You kind of don't know when to get physical and not to get physical because you know number one, you're out of that five yard range when you're a DB and you can't really touch them anyways. Mm-hmm. So you really can't be physical with them. But if you can get up on them and play tight, then it activates you as a player. Now you can go out there and really make something happen. Uh, talking to Seth, and I saw it too, but I saw something yesterday that I hadn't seen them do. They walk guys up on the line of scrimmage on the outside, and then they blitz Singleton from the inside. Mm-hmm. That's something they didn't do before. He they came untouched. Blitz. He came untouched. Exactly. Yeah. So they disguised the blitz. Right. If you notice, I think right. It, it looked like they were coming. It looked like they were going to come off the edges. Yep. Right. And yep. then you know you see Singleton sort of walk up a little bit, and boom, there was a big gap in the offensive line, and he just went right through. Exactly. Yeah. Because they, you know, it was a pre-snap read for the offense. They're like, all right, you know, usually you call the mic, mm-hmm. and the protection when you call the mic. That's the middle then, linebacker. Yeah, the yeah. middle linebacker. That's how you set your protections. Mm-hmm. Like it might be a situation where if it's slide protection, the offensive line doesn't have the mic, but the running back does. Running back does, slide, yeah. slide protection. Right. Well, on that play, it was actually scat protection, which means the offensive line does have the mic, 
So it's, you got the four down linemen and the Mike linebacker. Mm-hmm. But what they did was once they saw the blitzes coming from the outside, they changed the mic. So they slid to um, the, the guys on the outside. Well, the right. outside guys didn't come. And it left nobody then to have the mic who was singleton on the play, and he blitzed. Right. You saw, I think it was the right guard go out to the to the, the edge instead and opened exactly. up the lane, and here comes singleton, boom, untouched. Untouched, right because they called, they, they called him away from being the mic. They, they misdirected from the mic. Like, all right, he was the mic, mm-hmm. but then they changed the protection. All right, we're going to go to this guy. So we called this guy the mic so we can go to the, the opposite direction so we can pick the blitz up from the other side. Hmm. And then they changed it up, and at the snap of the ball, they bailed, and he came, and there was nobody to block him. That's what you have to do as a defensive coordinator. So hopefully he looks at this film like, wow, I did that. Mm-hmm. I made that happen. Well, did you also see, they pointed it out on the on the telecast that – Gannon's got this small play sheet now oh, yeah, where, where it's, it's like, it almost looks like a, like, like a big index card yes, basically yes. where he's dialed down, you know, the number of, you know, uh, calls that he's going to have, because it's like, these are the only ones I need. These are the only, these are the only ones that work. Right. <laughs> we're not Jeez. deviating from these guys. Right. We either make these work or we're screwed. Right. We got six <laughs> plays on defense. Let's make them count. <laughs> <laughs> yep, let's make it happen. You know, hey, and sometimes you need that. Yeah, you know, you know, it's it's called kiss. You know what I'm saying? Keep it simple, stupid. Right. You know? Paralysis so, yeah, by analysis. You know, just exactly. too many, too many options. <laughs> yeah. Right. Just go out there and play, man. How about big play. play Slay coming up big again, man? Now he's come up big in uh, what the Denver game, the Detroit game, and now yesterday. He just wrote his ticket to the next Pro Bowl. You know, could he'll be in Orlando? Yeah. He will be in Orlando, you know, and, and deservedly so. Just like on that interception, if you watch it, that's how you, that's how you, that's how you jump the at, route. Yeah, you know, but he played. That was how you play man to man. Like usually corners on our team usually look in the backfield, like all right, what's going on in the backfield while they're trying to cover a guy, even in man situations. No, he actually turned his back to the quarterback and looked straight at his guy, and when 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 the receiver choked it down to come out of his route and run the comeback. He, he was able to under, was under, undercut it yep. because he was watching the deep I and mean, he was watching the wide receiver. And as a DB, he ran the route for the wide receiver. So he cut undercut it and it was six. Yeah. That's just great, great defensive back play because he did what he's supposed to do. And that's watch just his guy, man to man. That's my man. I know he's not catching it. Maybe somebody else, but he's not making a play. And that's why he was able to make that play, man. Yeah, pretty great, man. I tell you, I mean, he's come up huge. I mean, we, you know, we we've criticized this defense and rightly so a lot this year. But in their in their wins, you know, they've come up, and and the special teams also did it in the Carolina game with the block punt. You know that it's it's sort of a a full team effort, right? You know, to get to these five wins. Well, and you start looking at the schedule going forward. I mean, I, I'm just trying to be conservative saying they split with the Giants and split with WFT, who got a big win yesterday on the road. Um, I watched some of that game, too. But if they, if they just split, that doesn't mean they can't sweep one of them. But if they split, they'll beat the Jets, okay? If you, don't, you, yep. can't, if you can't beat the Jets, you don't deserve to fantasize about the playoffs, okay? Can we all agree on that? Right. <laughs> and then Dallas come week 17, 18, whatever, the, whatever it is, with the extra game, it's probably week 18. Who knows who they're going to play 
Well, you know, as, as far as, you know, starters. When I look at Dallas, um, you know how you beat Dallas? With a physical run game. Mm. So they, na- they now have what they need to beat a team like Dallas. A physical running game can beat Dallas because you keep that other quarterback off the field. Time possession, they killed the time possession yesterday. Yeah. That's how you beat a Dallas team. And then you play more aggressive on as far as, you know, defense. They have a good shot whether they're playing all their starters or not. They yeah. have a shot now to beat them. Yeah, you got to turn know? third downs. They had 37 minutes of possession yesterday. Crazy. So. That's crazy. So you look at it, they could still they could they could possibly beat them head to head even with their best. And you know, looking at the rest of the schedule, if they continue to do what they're doing, it doesn't matter who they play on their schedule. It really doesn't. Mm-hmm. When you can beat a team up like that, like they did yesterday, I don't right. care who it is. If you line up that offensive line and you run the ball like you ran the ball, even against anybody, I'm talking about Arizona, I'm talking about the Rams, anybody, if they played Kansas City again, if they played Tampa Bay again, they would whoop their tail because uh, let's calm down. Man. No, no, no. Just, I'm not, just... I'm not, I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it because <laughs> I'm hype right now. I was saying this when they started running the rock. Uh-huh. It's just so hard to really do what you want to do when you cannot stop a team from being out on the field. Mm-hmm. It's too hard because then you, it's the best defense against any team because you're keeping their best, their quarterback off the field. You're keeping their means of scoring off the field. So it's easier to beat a team. So as I'm just saying, all I'm saying is if they continue to run the ball the way they are, it's going to be tough. They're going to be a tough team as they go forward, a really tough team to beat as they go forward. I'm just saying about, you know, the possibility of being able to qualify for the seventh spot. I'm not, right, getting, right. I'm not getting ahead of myself, you know, and, and because if you think about it, like normally we'd be in a situation this year with saying, well, they don't have a team that's capable of making a deep run if they get to the playoffs. Okay. So why would I want to waste, you know, sort of blow my draft pick? I want to, I want to draft a little bit further up the board, but with this year, with having now three Carson Wentz played a full game again yesterday, they win that game and Tennessee, uh, Tennessee lost to right. Houston. So that's a big turn of events with the whole Carson Wentz dynamic. Oh. Because now you got the Colts actually thinking that maybe we still are in this for the division and for the playoffs. So that that makes Wentz, you know, the starter for probably the whole season. You know, at, at right? the very least more than 13 games. Right, and that gets you to 75% of the snaps, yes. which gets you the first round pick. So my point is with Miami and Indianapolis both going to be first round picks you can sit here and say hey man let's take a run see if we make we can make the playoffs because we not only have our pick we got these three picks right right you right? know and and the way jalen hurts is playing right now you legitimately have to give him another shot to to to, to see who he is you legitimately have to you wait you're he, talking about next he, year yes he is he is good enough that you have to give him a shot, you know, I mean, to, to get better, put more people around him to win. And I'm, I'm talking about on the defensive side of the ball, yeah. you know, bring in a boss linebacker, a boss safety, another, you know, edge another rusher. rush in, yeah. you know, an edge, edge rusher, a rush in, you know, I mean, you can start competing really. You could, I mean, it'll, 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 
it'll accelerate the time you're thinking you were going to have to rebuild. Mm -hmm. it'll, it'll accelerate it so quick that you, you'll be right, man. You'll be ready to roll. So, I mean, I just those three picks alone could change a franchise on how you look at a franchise. An edge rusher. Yeah. And I don't care what order you get them in, just as long as they're in the first round. Right. An edge rusher, a linebacker, and a safety that can come in and play now. I mean, that could be the difference between being in the Super Bowl in about two or three years as opposed to, you know, not even getting a sniff of it. I don't want right. to start over with a new quarterback. You know, I don't want to draft a quarterback and have to, you know, put him go, in a situation. Go through the growing pains again. Yeah, I don't want to go yeah, through that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, and it's, and it's just so hard with a quarterback. You know, you look yeah. at the quarterbacks that get drafted in the first round. Everybody but Jones is is, is playing terrible right now. Mm-hmm. Everybody but Jones. He's the only one panning out. And neither of these quarterbacks in this year's draft are, I think, right. even – any better than the guys that are playing right now. And they're running the ball a lot too for Jones to, to yes. help him. You know, they're not putting the whole load on him ah, uh, da, da. In, in New England. Now, yesterday yeah. was an interesting situation because all three of the teams won. Miami won because they played the Jets. Yep. And of course, the Colts win, you know, a surprise. I'll tell you something is something up with Buffalo. Yes. Buffalo's offense has kind of gone to sleep. Yes, yes. And, they, of course, they couldn't stop the run. Jonathan Taylor, the kid from Salem, New Jersey, ran all over them. Carson Wentz had like 100 yards passing in that game, and they put up 40-plus <laughs> points. Exactly. That's because they got it's that man running the rock, the Jesus. leading rusher. Yeah. So, right now, the draft picks, the, the top pick that we have is Miami's, and that's eighth now. So, that wow. went from second a few weeks ago to eighth. Wow. Pretty quick. They're four yep. and seven. And then you got the Eagles have their own pick at 11 right now with the five and six record. And the Indianapolis Colts pick is now 16th because they're six and five. Well, they got Jonathan Taylor, man. Jonathan Taylor turned things around for him. Definitely turned things around for him. Oh, he's unbelievable. Like, really? Now, see, show enough, two and five. Bro, we got to get a linebacker. We got to get a linebacker. We got to. I mean, it's a must. Last time we drafted, we haven't drafted a guy in the first round. Since, since 1979. See? Come on, man. Yeah. You know, and, and the reason why I say that, there's nothing like playing against a guy that you have to account for in, in your number count. You have to mm -hmm. account for a guy. Like, you know, I can remember, you know, sitting there and looking across the field, I mean, looking across the line of scrimmage and Ray Lewis. Junior Seau. Guys scared, like that. scared the crap out of you, those guys. Well, I'm not necessarily scare you, but <laughs> you got to know where he is. Right. Because he could tear some stuff up so quick that you have to account right. for him. Right. Uh oh. So, you know, you couldn't just, you couldn't just, you couldn't just double team and just get to, no, you have to double team. If anything, hey, man, I got to go, man. You got him by yourself mm -hmm. because he could go anywhere and you got to follow him because he has enough speed to get back and make the play. Right. It was tough trying to, you know, design plays, you know, in which you weren't blocking him, you know what I'm saying, or putting somebody designated on him. You have to put somebody on a guy like that. We need somebody like that, man. It's too easy to block our, our, our defensive lineman because we don't have that that boss linebacker that you just, you know, you have to account for. Respect and account yeah. for. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd be totally good with that, but, you know, as a as an organizational philosophy, 
uh, that that's something that they just don't believe in. And this isn't, you know, hasn't been since just Jeffrey Lurie. I mean, this has gone back a, a long ways. Even when Buddy Ryan was here, they didn't draft a, a linebacker high. Right, right. I mean, exactly. where, did, where did Seth go in the draft? He must have been. I think eighth, like or, ninth. Seven, eighth or ninth. Eighth or ninth round. Yeah, that's when they that's when they had more than uh, seven rounds of the draft, mm, right? They had like yeah. 12 or something like that. Yeah. Him, him, him and um, him and uh, uh, Clyde, Clyde Simmons. Mm. I think Clyde was eighth and he was ninth or vice versa. One of the two. But those two, you know, that's why those two are tied together right now. That's that's his ace right there, man. Right. Him and Seth go back and they was in a, they went in the ring of honor two years ago together. That's incredible because Tennessee loses yesterday. And I mean, I watched some of that game on the red zone. I mean, they had nothing yesterday against Houston. Right. I always start with the nachos one (laughs) on the road in in, in, in a driving rainstorm. They ended up beating Tennessee and and it really wasn't all that close. I know Tennessee scored late and they they thought they had a chance, but no way. They got beat. They got beat. They're eight and three, too. and now the Colts are six and five. Can they end up tied. That? Tennessee gets the tiebreaker because they beat them to head to head twice. I get that, but the Colts now that the Colts play Tampa next week, I believe. It was Tyrod Taylor's game, man. Yeah, it was. They couldn't stop him. No, they couldn't stop him, man. Nope. Unbelievable. Yesterday was a crazy day. It was. <laughs> it was really nuts. And I mean, then, um. Did you watch any college football? I watched it. I I didn't golf this weekend at all. Okay. okay. I didn't go over on Saturday because I wanted to watch college football. And I watched Ohio State. And that game was over in the first quarter. I had at least a handful, five, four, five, six guys text me that morning saying, Sparty plus the 20 and a half or whatever the points were. I go, no, 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 (laughs) don't do it. Do not do it. And I talked some off the ledge. One or two of them didn't listen. And by the middle way through the second quarter, they were texting me back, man. Geez, I didn't see this coming. I'm like, I saved my life. Yeah, I did. (laughs) How about that? That was a beatdown. I mean, huge. I mean, uh, what's the quarterback's name? Had like almost 500, 420 yards, 450 Stroud, CJ Stroud. Stroud. Yeah. He kind of jumped up. Right now, into number one as as far as you know, the Heisman Trophy with that. I mean, he's he's up there with the, well, him, and the, kid from, the him and the kid from Bama are right. are one and two. I mean, it's it's right. pretty much down to them. Stroud throws four or five touchdown passes every week. Right. <laughs> I mean, he's got literally first round NFL talent at wideout all across the board. Yep. Yep. It's yep. pretty incredible. Then you look at um, Oregon losing. Yep, that was so predictable too. That shook up everything. You knew Oregon wasn't going to be able to beat Utah twice. Right. Uh, at Utah and then in a championship game, which I believe they play in Vegas. And in between that, beat Oregon State, the rival yep. on the, the old Civil War. But I guess we can't call it the Civil War anymore. Um, <laughs> you know, you can riot on the streets of Portland, Oregon, but you can't call Oregon, Oregon State the Civil War. Right, 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 right. Okay, right. that's 2021 in a nutshell. <laughs> but I, you knew they weren't going to run that table. They were going to lose one of those games and be out of the top four. They just did us a favor by doing it now. Now we can forget about it. Yeah, we just move on from it Because they're out. Right. Cincinnati had a big win, a convincing win. I know it was SMU, but SMU was ranked a yep. few weeks ago. They were, I think, a two-loss team coming into that game, and they whipped them. And then Michigan yeah, 
beats Michigan. up on Maryland. Maryland, yeah. They always beat Maryland bad. Yep. 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 They put what what they they hung 50 plus on them, didn't they? 59-18. I think they had a kickoff return for a touchdown in that game. They had like a an interception return for a touchdown. Yep. And uh the quarterback hooked up on a 70-yard uh touchdown pass all in the second half. That game just turned into a huge blowout. A complete game for for, you know, Harbaugh. Yeah. Uh, Notre Dame, I mean, they beat up on Georgia Tech, but you know Georgia Tech sucks anyway. But they beat oh, they, they do put fifty five to nothing, man. That, you know that's, yeah, that's that's convincing. Yeah, the the uh, they ran the ball right up there, Gazoo. The the coach uh, Jeff Collins who was, was at Temple previously. Mm-hmm. He's he's on the hot seat at Georgia Tech already. Right. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Miami found a way to win. They beat Virginia Tech. But I feel if you read all the tweets that uh, the Miami fans they want Manny Diaz out of there too, mm-hmm. even though they're probably going to finish seven and five and go to a bowl, and they've got a freshman quarterback who looks like a stud and a bunch of other freshman talent on that team, they still want the coach out. <laughs> my um, like I said, one of my fraternity brothers from college where I went um from Kansas State, yeah, um, he's actually the running back coach. He's saying, man, he said he's good, but. You know the quarterback that that that's hurt right now, mm-hmm. that got hurt earlier in the season. They say he's way better, and if they'd been playing him, if he wasn't hurt, they'd be a lot, a whole lot better. So better than he's better good. than Van Dyke. Yes. Wow. They say he's better than he is. Hmm. You know, it, it, in fact, he's the second best option right now. Van Dyke's the second best option right now. Right. That's incredible. Yeah. So I watch college football all day. I watch Chip Kelly. And UCLA, I'm still alive for a UCLA over seven win uh, payday. <laughs> They're now seven and four, and they've got Cal on deck. Their last game, they got to win that game to cash. Oh, you'd be good, man. They blew out U- USC. Yeah, they put sixty plus on them. What? Yeah, I think it was like sixty six to something. The final score. The wow. quarterback DTR. Um, Thompson Robinson or whatever. Yeah. Through his first two passes, I think were interceptions. And then he ended what? up throwing four touchdown passes and running for two more. Wow. Yeah. Unbelievable. Crazy. College football is like basketball on grass now. No it's defense. Really, it's really inc- it's incredible. <laughs> no defense whatsoever. No, nothing. Nothing at all. Now your game, your game was pretty good. That was a that was a tie game in the fourth quarter, wasn't it? No, it was uh, in the fourth quarter. It was um, it was ten to seven, and and you know the the, the Blue Hens they 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 played a great game considering the fact they had nothing to play for. It was the seniors' last game, a senior day, and it was just mm-hmm. playing basically p- for pride. Villanova already qualified for the uh, playoffs. They right. knew they were in the playoffs. They're, they're highly number, ranked. Oh yeah, they're yeah. number one. They're never they're ranked number six in the nation. Right. FCS ranked number six in the nation. They uh. They're tied right now with um, James Madison. Okay, they but always have a good team, James Madison. They won. They won. Yeah, remember they had a college game day mm-hmm. in James Madison, but um, they won head to head with them already. Villanova's already won head to head with them. They've already beat them. So in all actuality, they are. They won the CAA. They won okay. it period outright because they won the tiebreaker. But it's kind of funny though because. When they come up with the rankings and they, and they go into the uh, make the brackets, James Madison still might be 
a higher seed than even Villanova. I don't know how that makes sense, but that's what they were saying last uh, when I was doing a game that they still might be a higher seed than Villanova, even though they won wow. the head-to-head matchup and they got the same record. So it was great, man. It was a great game, man. Villanova finally stopped playing around, and you know that uh, you know that quarterback, the grad grad quarterback, he just he just started just playing out of his mind, you know, bomb after bomb, you know, they ended up winning by, you know, two touchdowns, right. but it was just a really, really good game, man. And, and you know, and you know, the, now how was bogus to work with? <laughs> great dude, man. It you sounded know, good. Uh, you guys sounded good together. Great yeah. dude. We had, a, we had a nice little chemistry going, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, <laughs> going back, telling stories, you know, and everything, man, it, he, he's a good dude, man. You know, he, I wonder why he doesn't do it on a national level. Uh-huh. Um, but he just signs, you know, he just signs contracts with um, you know, to do these these little, you know, school games, you know. Right. Like a three-game contract here, a three-game package here, or a three-game package there. Oh, is that right? You I know? didn't know they yeah. did that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, so he signed a Delaware Blue Hen package where he had three games. Him and um Ishmael, mm-hmm. Quadri Ishmael do the games together. And Quadri didn't want to do the game because his son played for Villanova. Right, right. So he didn't want to be a conflict of interest. So he decided to just go and watch the game as opposed to broadcasting the game. But his wow. son, you know, his son is a quarterback, but they had him playing receiver. And uh, they said, you know, you know, they say the story is that Quadri's son is actually, you know, better than the quarterbacks are starting now. But, you know, it, mm. I don't know because that quarterback they played last night I mean, uh, on Saturday is pretty good. So if Quadri's son is better than him. He's a junior. They're both juniors. Right. So, yeah, I don't. I don't know if you got to watch any college football when you got home because you were doing that game. But um, did you see Temple lost again, forty-four to, to ten to Tulsa? Also, oh, wrap Tulsa on the road. Now, what they've done in the last six games, all losses since they beat Memphis, they've lost six straight. They've been outscored two sixty-one to forty-five. Wow. That, if I do the math, is about like losing every week 44 to 7. <laughs> Only you would do the or math. Or 44 on that. to 6, whatever it is. <laughs> 44 7. That's unbelievable, isn't it? Bro, it's I would totally non competitive. I would not have done the math, but you And the coach to do the is math, still yeah. here. That's the other thing. He won't be at the end of the year. Well, he they, won't you know, be. I think they're balking at the buyout because they got to buy him out. And, he, you know, if you consider yourself, you know, what they think is a power six conference football program, that shouldn't be a, a consideration. No, you, he needs to be bought out and you need to move on. <laughs> or Listen, maybe you need to think rethink football. Well, that might be the case. You know, they're, you they're know? still squawking over that field. They want to get build that field. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I, I yeah, see that all that momentum has totally been lost. And What's I don't like, even, I don't even carry? know. Uh, Rod Carey. Yeah. I don't yeah, even Rod know if, the, if that was legitimate momentum when, when rule was winning those games or if everybody was just excited. And because uh, I still think the city was going to find a way to not have that happen. Right. You right. know what I mean? So, I think well, I mean, they, they I pay the Eagles, what is it, a million dollars a game? I think it's like more than that. Well, not a game, but I think the contract's for a couple million a year. But then if they want to turn the lights on, they get a bill for like 25 grand. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. Or if they want to paint the end zone, they got to pay extra and all that all that good stuff. Oh, come oh, on, yeah. man. I hate yeah. to do it to them. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, yeah. The Eagles ripping them off, man. Oh, yeah. Jeffrey Lurie's a real prince. 
Yeah, he's a real <laughs> prince. All right, we got to take a timeout. We'll be back with another hour of uh, football discussion right here on The Middle with Barrett Brooks and Harry Mays. Hit that like button on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Welcome back to the middle. Barrett Brooks and Harry Mays on Victory Monday. Talking about the uh, Eagles' big win, and I see someone on the stream here, Barrett. I'm going to let you address this, but I'm going to read it. Uh, Wade Sunderland checks in, and he says, Arthega made a big play. Why do you guys got to tear him down? Jeez. Are you kidding me? We're talking about, you know. The floor is yours, Barrett. I I, I understand, you know, for those, you know, who, who, who don't know. But when you're a second round pick, you know, actually, if you look at it, when you're the first, you, when you're picked in the first three rounds, first, second, or third, you are obligated 
to come in and make an instant impact, at least play consistently because you are that high of a draft pick. Me, I got drafted in the second round. I started six years of my career before I got labeled a backup. But he has not come out and and done anything besides that one catch this entire year. That's the first thing he's done aside from making a tackle on special teams. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, we're talking about expectations. Expectations as a second-round pick are a lot higher than coming in as a free agent or necessarily a fourth or fifth rounder. You're obligated to go out there and be an instant, an instant participant on the field. Do you you find it odd, though, that that play went to him rather than Ragor? Yes. And once again, a first-round pick. Right. And he is nowhere to be found. Mm -hmm. He's a ghost. I'm going to start calling him Kaiser Sosa because it's like, he's gone forever. He's you know gone. what I'm saying? And just like, and just like that, just, yeah. he was gone. Yeah, I love that. He's back to Spokane. Right, Spokane, yeah. All but right, that's I, why. That's why yeah. we're on JJ because he ain't been worth two dead flies. And I understand it's tough being in the NFL, but it's even tougher standing in the NFL. And just catching one, having one catch, and I mean – I, I all right, you look up his you look up his numbers. I will. He's played will. in every single game, I think. Mm-hmm. That he was held. He's played in every single game. But what is production in those games? Once you look his production up, then you ask me that same question. It's uh it takes a little while for me to type in his name. Right. Yeah, <laughs> you just can't put J John. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> I wish I could. All right, let's see. Let's go to wow, it's not even that. Where is NFL? Oh, here we go. Pro football reference. That's where I like to go. All right. Jay Jaw. Career now. Shoot. Here we go. Three years. He's played in 34 games, Barrett. Mm-hmm. Um, a total of 31 targets. So that's about a target per game in his career. Target. 15 mm. receptions in three years. 277 yards and one touchdown. Okay, so do well, I need to drop the mic or, or – or? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what, you know – I mean, what you want me to do? You know, why are we so hard on him? He needs to be hard on himself. You know what I mean? Come on, man. He has, he has all the size, all the speed, all the talent you could want from a guy that got drafted in the second round. Mm-hmm. Now, what you choose to do with that talent is up to you. That's his. That's his first target and reception of the season. Come on, see now. That's yeah. why. That's why we're giving him a hard time. I'm not tearing him down. I'm telling the truth. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't want the participation awards. You know, given out when I when I'm talking about my head coach. Now, did he really give him a game ball, or were you just like? Uh, yes, he, he gave really him a game did. Ball. Yes. See, if I'm another player on that team, I'm like, well, what is <laughs> what? this? Yes. This, this guy, I didn't even remember. I didn't even know he was still on a team. Did you say that was his first target? That's according to Pro Football Reference. This season, they go, they give you the game log for the current season. Right. And then down below that is the career stats where the, you know, the three years are right on top of one another. According to this, it's his first target. And first reception of the year, 23 yards against New Orleans. 
<laughs> so, and Alan and it Berger. gives you it gives you the number of snaps too, all the way on the far right side. Uh huh. Um, special teams snaps and offensive snaps. He had twelve offensive snaps in the game against New Orleans. Twenty one uh, for special teams. In the weeks prior, offensive snaps: one against Denver, four against Detroit, eight against the Raiders, four against Tampa Bay, three against Carolina. He had eleven against Kansas City, but did not have a target. Made a couple tackles on special teams. Yeah, he also um, uh, yeah. He, he had a penalty for um for pick block also. Okay. Oh, that's right. I do remember that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's why that's yeah. why we're kind of hard on him. That's yeah. that's exactly why. You know. Yeah. So, I hate to do it to him, but yeah. You know. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> now, you know, Colin, Colin Berger. Berger. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. That's a J Jaw Burner account. <laughs> oh man, that's fine. But yeah, speaking of that, because we we were talking about this wide receiver group and Quez Watkins, really, you know has a lot of abilities, speed and so forth, but doesn't really, they didn't really get him involved in the offense again yesterday. Um, They're going to have to get a veteran. Yes. Okay. They, I don't, I don't think they can expend another one of these first round picks on another wide receiver. Do you? No, I really would like all those to go to the other side of the ball, but that's just me. But if they get a veteran, I saw, I think it was Mike K who covers the team. NJ.com does a nice uh-huh. job. We've had him on the show. Yep. And I think it was him that rolled out this name. I wanted to roll it by you. It makes sense because of the coach's history and where he's been. Right. Zach Pascal, Indianapolis Colts. Yes. He'll be a free agent. He only made like $3 million this year. Right. So he's not going to, you know, that guy's not going to break the bank. Uh, he has 32 catches for 328 yards this year and three touchdowns. What would you think about him in the slot? I'd want more of an impact player. Yeah, you're talking about a guy that's been in the league, but what is nece- what does he necessarily bring to the table? I mean, you know, because um, even the been in the league receiver- four years, been in the league yeah. four years. He's had an old Dominion. I think he might have been one of Taylor Heineke's wide receivers for right, years. Right, he was so at, at Old Dominion. Yep, and yeah. and you look at the the wide receiver coach is an, an ex Colt player. Also, he played for the Colts. Okay. So, I mean, it makes a lot of sense as far as, you know, you know, six degrees of separation. Right. You know what I mean? And maybe that's all Mike's doing is connecting dots. Yes, and I think that is what he's doing. A free agent that played for the coach in a previous spot might be, you know, uh, a guy who's not going to command a ton of money in the offseason. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's – I want an impact type of player. And then, you know, you usually don't go to free agency with those type of players. They usually get traded. Right. Before, you know, before they get free agency. But, hmm. I mean, I, I was looking more towards a guy, you know, like uh, maybe one of the receivers down in Tampa Bay, since Tampa Bay has so many. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, do we want a speedster? You know, what I mean, what, what type of guy are we looking for um, in the offense? I saw um, my guy out in uh, in Denver. Uh, they're looking at re-signing him. Hold Which on. one? Yeah, oh, hold on. It's uh, not Cortland Sutton. It's it's the other guy. I'll okay. get his name. I don't. Well, I lost his name. 
Well, I was looking at Chris Godwin. You know what I'm saying? Oh, from um, Tampa. Yeah. From Tampa, yeah. A guy like that. You know, maybe pick him up. Um, you know, I mean, he he come in and make an instant impact big and run. Uh, Tim Patrick. Tim yes. Patrick. Yes. I saw something that they're they're trying to re-sign him because he's you know, he, he's on he's a free agent at the end of the year. Well, he he's also he also came out the same year that Chris Godwin came out. So they mm-hmm. right around the same time as far as you know, people you could bring in, um, still young yet. Yeah. Still come in and make an instant impact. Yeah. And he's got uh, size, I, man. He's six four. I know. Yeah. But I was also looking at, you know, a guy like Tyler Boyd from Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you know, he could come in and, and, and play immediately because he worked his way up from 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 being just a guy to being, you know, one of the premier receivers in the league. So I do like him. Maybe bring him in. And you can probably get him for a song and dance because I think he's, you know, that those younger receivers are going to kind of push him out the door. So he would be a, he would come in and be a speedster, come in and play the stock and play on the outside. Yeah. He can make a difference right now. Yeah, I m- mentioned this guy after the Broncos game, and apparently the, the stream is indicating it, and they're correct. They signed him just a day or two ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> Tim Patrick got an extension. Wow. Three years, $30 million. So he's not going anywhere. No, he'll be there for a while. <laughs> yeah. But that means, I mean, maybe one of those other guys. They can't keep all of those guys. No, 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 no. But they I mean, they're still young yet, though. They're still young. Um, I was looking at the guy from Miami. They had talked about signing him before, but he, he um, they decided to keep him. But um, what is his name? Not Parker. Yeah, Parker. Oh, the kid from Louisville that they drafted yeah. years ago. Yeah. yeah. So I was thinking Parker, but I don't mind. What is he on IR or something right now? I think he's hurt. Yeah. Yeah, he's on IR. Uh, that you know when when that game came up on the red zone yesterday, I I went back to the Eagles game. I cannot watch. <laughs> I will not watch a Jet football game, even if it's for two minutes on a look in on the red zone. I can't. Well, you do know, it. What's, you know what's really going to kill you is guess who had a touchdown in that game? I saw it on a, a, a glance of it on the red zone. Mac uh, Hollins. Oh, for the for the Dolphins. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mac Hollins has a touchdown. Right. The backpack yeah. boy. Right. How how he probably put a fist bump up into into the air when that happened. See, I told you he's a player. Oh yeah, my goodness. He'll be doing that when Jay Jaw is you know trying to to be the fifth or sixth receiver for uh um Detroit next year. Uh, he'll be Jay Jaw. He'll he'd be up in Canada somewhere. That's what you, th- you, th- you think the that's Rough where, Riders, what do you call it? Yeah, the, the Ottawa Rough Riders. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta see if your boy. Um, let's see, Parker. I think he is hurt though. Well, you know that's that's an interesting question. You know, that was Flacco's game yesterday. Yep, yep. For the Jets. But uh, you know that's interesting. Who know who would you keep, Jalen Rager, or Jay Jaw? In the coming year, which guy would you? keep? Well, I I know who. I mean, the team would want to keep the guy who plays special teams. Right. The other they guy's a want- punt returner, but they like those guys that. That actually get mix it up on special. Play the gunner, right? Right. Kickoff, kickoff return, right? But the only thing is, can you cut bait from a first rounder? Mm -hmm. And that's the where the problem is. It's a little easier with a second rounder, but when you go, you know, tip for tat, for his performance, at least 
Yeah. Devontae Rager Parker. played a little bit, played a little more. Parker is on IR. Okay, yep. Yeah, he's on IR. I thought we were going to get him earlier on. What do you mean? On a, uh, on a trade back a year ago. Oh. I thought they were going to trade for him. If you look at Jalen Rager, man, I'm telling you, he is a no-show. <laughs> on, on the stat sheet, it's it's unbelievable. I thought like, I saw something, you know, in in the, the the Detroit game. It was the Detroit game. That's where it was. The Detroit game where they tried to mix it up and give him a couple jet sweeps, yeah, reverses uh, on a low down on the goal line before he got hurt. Right. And all of a sudden, you know, it just disappeared. You know, I didn't see him anytime after that. Yeah, he had one catch in that game against Detroit for zero yards, but he had two rushes for twenty-one yards. And I thought it was something. I thought they found the key. Right. And this past week, he had one catch for minus one yard. Right, right. That's why. That's obviously one of those wide receiver screens <laughs> that went nowhere. And they checked to it, too. It's unbelievable. <laughs> they checked to it. Somehow he has two touchdowns on the season. Does he? he? He got one. I remember he got one way back against Atlanta in week one. I remember that. And then he got one against uh, the Raiders. I don't remember that. Yeah. Incredible. So. Oh, we were making a big thing about J.J. being a blocker. Every time he was on the field, he was a blocker. Oh, we did that all the time on this show. <laughs> well, what was the discussion yesterday on the post game about the J.J. play? The 23-yard oh, play. We were just talking about, you know, participation pro trophies, man. You know, we don't want those, you know, because one he gets one catch. It's in the second half. And it mm-hmm. kept the chains moving. Okay, all right, he has one. But how is that like a, a power performance? How do you get a game ball for that? You know what I'm saying? I mean, he yeah. just sticks his foot in his mouth all the time, man. You know, don't tell us about, you know, participation trophies, man. You're going to give him a game ball for that one catch in the second half when you already have the game wrapped up. Right. You know what I mean? It's 30 points on the board. Like, who is that pandering to? <laughs> right. <laughs> Why do we need to hear that? that right. You know exactly who it was. It was up to you know to up Howie. To Howie. Right. Yeah. Oh, come on, man. Did you think you could now, scan something? Those game balls, <laughs> do they do they send them somewhere where they paint them that what paint the one panel white and then they you know put whatever, yeah. you know, one reception, 23 yards, <laughs> and then the score of the game, you know, uh, Philadelphia 40, New Orleans 29. Right, so man. Week, Come on, week man. 11, 2021, Lincoln Financial Field, one reception, 23 yards. That's that's that's, that's like a me game go- ball. Right. Like that's just like me going in the game and I'm playing, you know, I'm playing tackle and I'm, I'm getting my butt kicked. But then I have one block. Right. One block that, you know, frees the running back for a 30 yard run. Yeah. That just totally takes away everything, you know, that that I did before. I'm like getting my butt kicked, giving up three sacks, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Five hurries. Yeah. But that one block, I get a game ball. People look at me like, man. Yeah, what's okay, this? Yeah, yeah. What you, this who do you have pictures on? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and then I got to watch Justin Jefferson yesterday making play after play after play in that great game against the Packers. That yes. was the game of the day, to be, to be honest with you. I thought Dallas and, and Kansas City was going to be really good. It was It didn't measure up. But that Green Bay-Minnesota game, oh, it was unbelievable. Jefferson had eight catches for 169 yards and two touchdowns. And you should have seen the one. Dude, he is a man when he goes up for the ball. You know what? And 
during the whole time we're watching the game, my producer's watching our game, uh, watching the Eagles game, but he mm-hmm. also has the red zone on. Right. And every time they showed Rager, Justin Jefferson came on field. Like when they, when, when every time they would punt and, um, you know, Rager would try to return it. Right. It just so happens every time that happened, it coincided and synced up perfectly with Justin Jefferson making a play making a on play. the red zone. Showing oh the play God. on the red zone, and then you see that you're looking up at that, but then you um, then you're looking at your computer, and you're seeing Jalen Rager doing that. Wow! On kickoff return, it synced up perfectly, man. Wow! I'll like tell three you, times. Minnesota went ahead in this game, 31-24. They're playing at home, right? The crowd is going absolutely bananas, right? They take the 31-24 uh, lead after a 12-play drive. Green Bay gets the ball. There's less than five minutes or less than six minutes to go, about five and a half minutes left in the game. First play, 70, uh, was it 75-yard play to Valdez Scantling for a touchdown? <laughs> you you could have heard a pin drop in that play. So every Viking fan was like going. <laughs> like, well, oh, it was great. It was so great. So then after that, the Vikings get the ball. And they go on a nine-play drive. But the second or third play, I forget which one it was. Yeah, it was second play, first and five at the Minnesota 30. He tries to get the ball to Jefferson, does Cousins. It looked like it was intercepted Uh by Savage, the cornerback for for, uh, uh, Green Bay. Right. They went to replay and, and reversed the call. Oh, oh my God. That was, it was unbelievable. So then they go on this drive and cousins, I'll tell you, cousins is kind of a, a wacko, but in, in crunch time, he he looks like he's like freaking out and getting nervous. He still makes plays, man. <laughs> Seriously. He's, he can still sling it. Yeah. He's, he, he can sling it. He's like very frenetic, but he made plays and they kick a field goal to win the game uh, with time expiring. What a game. Well, you know, another game was uh was uh last night's game, the Sunday night game. Pittsburgh. Yeah, I didn't watch it. Oh my goodness! I Come heard it the went wire. the fourth quarter. I heard was berserk. Like Pittsburgh scored like uh, three or four times in the fourth quarter and still lost the game. Amazing. amazing. Herbert was Herbert was amazing, right? Yep. I woke up just in enough time. I, I I closed my eyes for like fifteen minutes, and all of a sudden I woke up and I see all this action happen. I'm like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. Great game, man. Great game. And Herbert ran the ball a couple of times in that One game, second, I man. understand. One second, man. Oh, geez. We got we got doorbell action. Contractors coming in or Amazon delivery people. Barrett's house is Barrett's house. There's always something going on at Barrett's house. That's that's one thing you can be sure of. Never a dull place. Now <laughs> Oh man. Yesterday was pretty good though in the NFL. I gotta be I gotta be honest with you. That Dallas game, we got to talk about the Dallas game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you catch any of that while you were doing the post game? I can't get any of that. I just see the red zone happening. Oh, is that right? Yeah, just the red oh, zone man. happening, man. I, I I could just glance up at it, but I got to stay, you know, tuned in with the with the with the Eagles game. See, that's the only thing about me being locked up. Yeah, in that office, man. I can't watch the rest of the football. I can't just you know have the time just to be flicking through the channels. I know and watching the games. I know, but it, it was well. Of course, you you knew Amari Cooper was out with the COVID situation. I think he's going to miss uh, Thanksgiving Day too, because I I don't think he's going to be able to clear protocols before they play the Raiders on Thanksgiving Day. 
Well, this Dallas team, man, at this point, man, they're starting to, you know, show a kink in their armor. Mm-hmm. And I was saying it last night on the show that the way to beat Dallas, and I said this, I said this, I'm saying this for the last three weeks, is you run the ball on them. Mm-hmm. Well, you yeah. Know, Clyde Edwards-Alaire made his return yesterday. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah. and he, he made it happen with him. So, you know, you look at, you know, all things being equal, this Eagles team might be the great equalizer to this Dallas team. They might be able to do it. I wonder how it works out. If Like, what if we win, if we went out and we only have one loss, uh, one loss to Dallas in our division, but we beat everybody else and we beat them the last game? You know, how does, how does that all work? I mean, well, you'd have, you got the Giants twice. You got yep. the Washington football team twice. You're saying that's win out. Wins. So that's four wins. That gets you to nine. And five. The Jet game gets you to 10. And you, yep. if you beat Dallas in the last week, it gets you 11. That's 11 wins. Yeah. Dallas right now has seven wins. So, I mean, there's, you know, it's, it's a possibility. Are you, you know? fantasizing right now? Do yes, I understand I you yeah. correctly <laughs> yes. that you are fantasizing about not just a playoff appearance, but winning the division, Barrett Brooks? I'm, I'm thinking, man. I'm thinking. I sound you know? like Barkan here. <laughs> well, let me. Because, I mean, it's, it could possibly, they, they could possibly do that. You oh, know? my God. You're going to force me to do this, aren't you? Yeah. You're going to make me look at the Dallas Cowboys schedule. Yeah, Meanwhile, yesterday, the, the Dallas Cowboys offensive line made the Kansas City front look like the 85 Bears. Right. <laughs> I tell you, Spagnola, he's gotten some players back, and they made that trade for Ingram. They're better. Well, They're I, definitely better. Ingram forces them now that Sean can play anywhere he wants on the line now. Mm-hmm. Sean Jones is that big of a player that he can go out and he can make them, make them a, a very good defense. You know, he can move the crowd, man. So if he gets back to his natural position playing a three technique, yeah. you got Ingram on one side, and um, I forget the other guy is. I mean, they're, they're, that's a good, good defensive front. That's why they had so much success um, years prior. Yeah, Frank Clark. Yeah, Frank Clark. Yeah, yeah Frank Chris Clark. Jones, Frank Clark, Ingram. Uh, so Matthew, what, Matthew played yesterday. There was some question as to whether he was going to be able to go, but he went and he played. So um, look at that. You know, that defense is back to what it was. Simply by bringing in Ingram, him being that equalizer on the outside, opposite of Frank, it, you know it's just it's just a better a better defensive front, and they could do a lot more as far as moving Chris Jones around. So you can't just key on wherever he is, right? And that's the biggest thing. That's you know the teams were able to slide the protection to Jones, and you know and and pretty much put a, a you know an inside blocker and outside blocker on him, and you know kind of render him you know slow him down a little bit, and that he makes him ineffective. Well, once you allow him to now move around with those two guys on the outside, that defense yeah. becomes instantly a better defense up front, which makes that defense, you know, they're optimistic. Uh, op, what is it? Opportunistic. opportunistic. Yeah. Opportunistic. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Well, when Dallas was winning all those games in a row, their defense was causing a lot of turnovers, too. Can we go to break right now, man? Can we go to break, man? Yeah, sure. I, I got we, stuff we, going we, on, man. There's a lot going on in the Brooks household, yes, yes. man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just take a time out. We'll be back uh, with more. we got a big half hour to go right here on The Middle with Barrett Brooks and Harry Mays. Smash that like button on the Jacob Media YouTube channel.
At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Welcome back. To the middle, Barrett Brooks and Harry Mays, Jacob Media YouTube channel. Now, the stream has been uh, going crazy. Uh, they were they were saying that the stream the stream says that it's DoorDash with White Castle. <laughs> I wish, I wish. <laughs> Actually, my daughter uh, had an asthma attack and she needed to find uh, a oh, medicine no. for it. And I I I I knew where it was and I told them where it was and they went and looked and they didn't see it and that's because they didn't move one little bottle over. Uh huh. And it's right there. Right. You look for stuff. You don't just glance for stuff. You look for stuff. Right. When you look up for stuff up in like the cabinets and stuff, you know, you open it yes. up. You're like, look, like you can't just because these things are deep, man. You can't just sit there and say, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it. Harry, you know, exactly. Move, you know, move things around a little bit. And I just moved. I said, it's right there. Just know it's not. Right. I see it. And it's right there. I'm like. We all see it. Did right, you do it? Right, right. So I'm like, <laughs> come on. Uh, all right, let's get back into this Dallas game because yesterday, I knew you didn't get a chance to really watch it. But, man, I'll tell you, when Amari Cooper, you knew he was going to be out. And then they lose C.D. Lamb, who now, banged see, his head on the back, back of his head on the ground after he went down. So he was out. And wow. you take those both those guys out of there. 
Now you got a problem. Now like Dalton Schultz is like your go-to guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> and not that he's a bad player, but I tell you, Dak was flustered. He did not look good at all yesterday. Well, when you have an embarrassment of riches, when you have three of the best wide receivers um, playing for you every week, and then you don't have those guys together, or you just have a tandem of those guys, mm-hmm. it makes that offense not click like it usually clicks. Right. And then, you know, and they couldn't run the ball either. There was one play where Pollard, your guy, your guy Pollard had uh a big run of like 30 yards. But if you take that away from their rushing, they couldn't run the ball at all either. I was looking at Zeke. Zeke only averaged like um, 3.6, 3.6 yards a carry. He had nine carries for 32 yards. Wow. And that's just because the defensive front stepped up. Yep. Dak was uh, 28 for 43 for 216 yards. Two picks, no interceptions. Yeah, two no picks. How did he have two picks? Yeah, tell you. Wow. He did not look sharp. It was like when they played, uh, what was it, Denver uh, a mm-hmm. couple weeks ago, where Dak did not look sharp. Well, crazy. Michael Parsons had two sacks. They mm-hmm. had him a defensive end. Mm-hmm. See, I got to go watch that game. I got to watch the game now. I'm supposed to be studying for this game. I got to watch that game first. Then I'll study for it. Uh, game yeah oh for your college game yeah 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 Dude, all right now, I, I do a lot of studying for that stuff man i, oh, I, I bet I, you know because i mean it, it's tough because you don't know any of the players especially these players oh yeah the the fcs yeah 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 so it's hard you know i mean the game i just did you know i had a little bit of advanced notice so i spent about a week and a half studying for it mm-hmm. i got until friday to really deep dive into it you know what i mean i don't know any of the coaches or anything else about them I mean, you—you you didn't even know there was a UT Martin. No. <laughs> no, I know T Martin, who yeah. used to be the quarterback <laughs> for Tennessee. <laughs> so you got to roll that joke out. Like if if Southwest Missouri State or whoever this Missouri State Missouri starts State, blowing yeah, out yeah. Tennessee Martin, you'd be like, not T Martin. Right. You remember him, don't you, Har? He was the quarterback for the Tennessee Volunteers when they won their national championship. <laughs> Maybe they named the school after him. Team right, Martin. right. <laughs> wow. Oh, oh man, crazy. I have a whole I have a whole state pissed off at me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll go viral. That that clip right. will go viral. Not Tennessee Martin. Tennessee Martin. Holy crap! I didn't even know there was such. Oh, they're called the Skyhawks. Okay. Okay. All that's, right. That's a lot more than what I know. Yeah. yeah Division one subdivision football. In the Ohio Valley Conference. Okay. 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 It's wow. Pretty hate... good this year, huh? Yeah, they are. Wow. You know what? I've I've seen um I've seen the uniforms before. You have? Yeah, I've seen the uniforms before. Oh man. UT Martin. It's orange. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I guess yeah. everything in Tennessee. It's Tennessee orange. Yeah. Yeah. Tennessee's orange. Yeah. Man, now, they, they beat up on Murray State. Yeah, let's see. Did they play anybody? Okay, yeah, Missouri State. That's the game. It's 4 o'clock on Saturday. Yep. Uh, boy, did they play any? They played Samford. They beat Samford. Okay. Sometimes they have a decent team. Yeah, they do. SEMO. Um, that's Southeast Missouri. Yeah, I know SEMO. I had a couple guys I played with that went there. Yeah. Uh, high school ball went there. But it doesn't look like they played any Division One FBS team like at the beginning of the year. No, no, it's just like you know, we said at least I had a, a little barometer of, of how good Villanova was. Sure, and they lost. They lost to Penn State, but it wasn't like you know. Oh, they they covered. 
Yeah, it, it, it wasn't like they shouldn't have been long on the field. Put no, like no, that. no. And that when was at, that was at Penn State too. Right, right, right. Yeah. So it looked like they belonged on the field with them. They just didn't have the horses to run the race. Now it looks like Missouri State. Let's see. They played Oklahoma State. Oh, did they? Uh huh. Oh, they did. Did they? Yeah, they did. <laughs> and they actually gave them a pretty good game on September the fourth. That's the first game of the year. Twenty three sixteen. Okay, that's actually not bad. Um. Yeah. Other than that, playing Northern Iowa, Illinois State. Oh, yeah. they played South Dakota. They must be in that. Was that the Missouri Valley Conference? Yep. Yep. I think I think that's that league. Yeah. Yep. That's the league where uh, Carson's boys are in. Yep. Yeah. They play Youngstown. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That's Jaws's old, old school. That was yep. back in April when they were playing spring football, when they were playing the season in the spring. Yep. The Youngstown yep. game. Yep. Wow. Well, that'll be fun. Yeah, I'll have plenty of film to watch. Yeah. That's what I'll be doing. So. Wow. <laughs> I'll tell you. I love All doing right. these football games, man, because, you know, it. you're out there, you just, you just, I'm just basically just, you know, looking at something, trying to actually, I was, I try to actually see if I can, you know, predict things before they happen. But it's oh, tough, you're trying man. to be like Romo. Yeah, man. Is that right? Yeah, trying to predict things before it happens, <laughs> and I and I get it. You know, I get thrown a bone every once in a while when they do it. I see a pattern coming. I mm-hmm. say, all right, this is what's going to happen now. You know, I mean, if you look here, they run it. They, you know, they double team the front side, pull that backside, and as they pull that backside, watch how this tight end is going to leak out and run a drag cross across the field. That's the next progression in this play. And then maybe, you know, a quarter later, bam, They'll it happens it. for a big run. Then I look like, you know, I'm, 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 right. I'm you know. You're a visionary. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. All right, so you're going to make me do this. You're going to make me look at this Dallas Cowboys schedule here, aren't you? Yes. Yeah, yes. all right. So they have a short week this week. They play Thanksgiving Day mm-hmm. uh, against the Raiders. And the Raiders coming off a loss to Cincinnati at home. Then they play on the road at New Orleans, and that's, that's gonna be a, a loss. That's a wait. That's a Thursday night game. So they play two Thursday nights in a row. Two Thursday nights in a row. Yeah. Yep. And then they have a little mini buy. They'll have ten days off until they go to Washington to take on WFT. Then they have the Giants on the road. Then WFT at home. The Cardinals. At home, and then the Eagles on the road. That's a loss. So you're trying to just get them to, what, 10 wins? Yes. And the Eagles win out to get to 11. That's your fantasy, right? That's my fantasy. All right. Let's see. I think they'll beat the Raiders. You would need them to beat – you would need them to – man, what if they – They'll lose to the Raiders. They split with WFT? Yes. And – they beat then, the Raiders. That's two wins. And they beat the I don't think Saints. they beat the Raiders. You don't think? What? No. At home on Thanksgiving Day? No, because they they, they um they won't have C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb will not be at a... Um, well, they won't have Amari Cooper. Protocol. So that'll be two. Their two starting receivers will be out. So you don't think C.D. Lamb can't go through the protocol prior to Thursday? Is no, that a, you can't. That's a foregone conclusion. Yes, it's a foregone conclusion. You have to, you have to, um, you have to pass the protocol. 
uh, you know, it, it takes longer than that just to get, you know, get to the doctors. You don't. So the short week football. would really screw them then, because if, if he played yeah. Sunday, there's a good chance maybe he clears he it. He might be able to clear it, but he will not be able to clear it before Thursday. All right. No See way. now you're pulling me in. Yep. You're they pulling won't be able me to do in. It. So they They'll lose to the Raiders. Yes. And they go to seven and four. Yep. Then they go on the road to take on Trevor Simeon's New Orleans Saints. I think they lose that. Oh my God. They're going to lose to that team? I think so. I think so. All right. Well, you, you, you're thinking Kamara definitely plays. Kamara's and back. Maybe the tackle or two back. comes Ram back. Ramchek will be back. Both okay. of those guys will be back. All right. So then We caught seven, them at a great time. We caught them at a great time. <laughs> they're seven and five. Yep. And, that's just, and at that point, the Eagles are also seven and five. Uh, the Eagles would be... They got they got the Giants and they have the Jets. The Eagles be seven and six, well, and then they'd six. be yeah, on their bye six. week. Yep. Okay. And during that bye week, they lose to Washington on the road or beat Washington on the road. Do the I Cowboys? I think they'll beat because they could still beat. win uh, three games here. They could beat all all the division teams, Washington Giants, Washington, then lose to the Cardinals, and then lose to the Eagles in in the last week of the season. And there you get to your eleven. Oh my God! If we just even if we just win everybody in our division, we can still you know squeak this division out. And yes, I'm just fantasizing everybody. Yes, this okay. is a fantasy. All <laughs> right, I'm, I'm you know glass half full. That's right. all. This is almost like if you watch like a uh, an animated cartoon. This would be the thought bubble right. up in your head. Okay, that's all this is. Yeah, right. Right there. Right. <laughs> but you know, realistically, man, how how easy of a of a schedule can you get? The Eagles. How easy? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know. How easy of a schedule can you get, man? That's I just... still think WFT and or the Giants. I th- still think. I'm not counting those teams as as wins. Like I'm counting them as a win, even though it's like a, split. A game. I yeah. go split. <sighs> I don't know, man. I I just think I don't think they split, especially with with uh, the Giants. I mean, because they're trying to get that coach out of it. the team. The players are trying to get that coach out of there. I tell you that WFT team played hard yesterday, man. They look good. Their run they, game looked good. Well, they, their run game looked good. That quarterback, he's not great by any stretch. He's no. tough. Yeah, he yeah, took yeah. a beating yesterday, and he can and, run, man. He yeah, he's run. he's a fiery little competitor. I mean, he's right. a, he'd be a great backup to have. You yeah, know? <laughs> but um, he's a tough little sob. And I like the I like the running back. What's his name? Um, Gibson. 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 Gibson from from Memphis. Yeah, Memphis. Yeah, he's guy. good. Yeah, he's good. But I mean, it showed that I'm watching that in the red zone, and I'm you know you try to get a, a read on teams this time of year that might be on their way out of it and to say, you know, are they still playing hard? And they are WFT is playing, playing hard. And we'll see what the Giants do tonight. They play Tampa at Tampa. What's that line? That 11? It's a pretty big line. <laughs> but look how many people are out for WFT, man. Well, on defense especially. Right. You know, yeah. both brush ends are gone. They still uh, have Payne and Allen. The two the- Al- Alabama guys played a whale of a football game yesterday. Oh, yeah. Payne and Allen. They're the real deal. Payne made a couple of big plays laid on Cam Newton, mm. which really closed the game out. 
We're trying to see, you know, the so Giants is, is, are 11 point, 10 and a half point underdogs tonight on DraftKings. Former Eagle Casey Tohill, seventh round draft pick. Oh, he, Tohill? He's playing? Yeah, he's playing for the for WFT. Yeah, he's playing mm-hmm. all right. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Another Howie saying, look at my guy. Right. There he is. <laughs> Howie strikes again. He just can't pick well in the first round. Right. You get him some of these other rounds, he, he does a decent job. Well, that 2018 <laughs> draft class, though, is looking really good. I mean, they well, practically extended the whole damn class. Well, of course. Sweat, Malata, um, and Maddox was in that draft class. Oh, he was. That's right. Oh, yeah. And Goddard. And the other guy was uh, Matt Pryor, the offensive lineman who's out yeah, who's starting Indianapolis. for Indianapolis right yep. now. Yep. He couldn't but. play dead here. <laughs> but he starts for Indianapolis, and I think they kind of like him. Oh, he's been playing well. Yeah. How, how is that? He had no type of, um, you know, intestinal fortitude to play tough here. Mm-hmm. He just was like a laissez-faire attitude about everything. Right. In the locker room, he's like, uh you know, even yeah. when he's, you know, out on the field, like, okay, I'll get to it. Right. But he's playing with a passion up there. I guess he need to be with his boy. Once they let his boy go, he's just like, you know what? They let my friend go, so I'm just not going to play. Mm. He gets back up with his friend. He is balling right now. Uh, yeah, Bird, Birdman 990 reminds us that they drafted Devontae Smith in the first round, and that was a great pick. No well, shit. Like, they couldn't – you can't right. miss up there, okay? <laughs> All right. right. I will never let him live down Jalen Ragor in the first round. Okay. <laughs> and we can go back and count a bunch of other ones too. How about that? Andre Dillard? How's he working out? Okay. Stop with this nonsense. I'm giving him credit for the 2018 draft class. Right. All right? That's, that's enough. That's where that's it enough. ends. Yeah. Yeah. That's enough right there. That's oh enough. My God. No more. No oh. more. I'm Birdman Sentry. Sends up all these laughing, crying emojis. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, that's a, that's when when you're in the top ten. That's a, that's a that's not hit or miss. No, well, they did well, miss with Carson. But Carson, you know, well, won the Super Bowl. They didn't miss with him. Is it a miss? It's not a miss. No, not a miss. No, he, no, no, no. He played well, man. When no. he was the guy. When he was the guy. He yeah. Played well. Before he felt threatened. Yes. By the second round pick. Don't point your finger at him, you know, yeah. he's a little upset. And then how dare Doug bench him right. and when he was absolutely horrible <laughs> week after week after week. He should have benched him. Uh, he should have benched him um, like five games before, man. He waited yeah. till at least week 13 to bench him. Against Green Bay, right? Yeah, because then the next week they played New Orleans. And, and that was Jalen's first start. Right, exactly. Yeah. exactly. And what that was – but that wasn't Drew Brees again in that Saints game. That was what's his name? The, uh, that was um, the, um, Taysom, Taysom Hill. Hill. Yeah, it was yep, Taysom, Taysom Hill. Hill. Yeah. So, Taysom Hill. Again, they got a break. But they had yeah. But they had Kamara though. They had <laughs> Armstead, Ramchek. Yeah. They had everybody. Everybody was there except for right, right. Drew Brees. Right. Well, I'll tell you, they got a big break uh, yesterday, and they took advantage of it. So good for them. No question. No question. Now let's see what the line is for this, this Giants game. Yeah. Eagles are a road favorite. Oh. Three and a half point favorite at the Giants. So you know win by six, huh? 
Well, you're you're thinking, yeah, because typically, like if that was at home, yeah. they'd be a six six and a half point favorite, is what right. you're you're thinking. Yeah, wow. yeah. Tampa Bay, Indianapolis. Tampa Bay is a favorite on the road, even prior to playing tonight. Mm. Um, well, they're pissed off right now, and uh, Tampa Bay's real pissed. Yeah, well, yeah. the The coach got into them, saying yeah. they're a dumb team. <laughs> he's he's fantastic at that. The late season motivation that he throws out, where he'll go, right, he'll right. go right to the media and just say how <laughs> stupid his players are. Bruce Arians is the best. Oh my goodness, oh, he's Dude, the best. He's a man. Like, I can remember when I played for him, man. I played actually. I was with him, and um, I had just got to uh, to Cleveland. He was there in Cleveland before they mm-hmm. cut me. Okay, and man, that, that was a tough year for me, bro. Because I went in early, and I went through camp with. Um, well, yeah, with 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 Cleveland, I went through camp with Cleveland. Okay, got cut there. The first cut went to um the Broncos. Okay, was there three weeks and then got cut again, and then that, I went to Green Bay. That must have been right before the season, then. Yes. Wow. Yes. And then you went to Green Bay, and what happened there? I I stayed there. Practice squad or regular? No, squad? I was on the squad. I oh, was just were? doing. I, yeah, I was just doing um. Uh, PAT and field goal. Right, right. And then I left there, and that's when I went to the Giants for a year. And then after that, I went to the Steelers. Okay. Wow. Yeah, that was that was, a, it was tough... a it was a rebirth with the Steelers. How about it was, that? It was a tough. It was a tough. It was a tough two years, bro. Tough two I, years. Now bro. I bet during that stretch, were there times when you're thinking it's over? Oh yeah, no yeah, question. Right. I'm like, you know, I'm still, I'm looking for jobs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking to go back to school, you know. I did. <laughs> now, did you have the degree at K State at the time, or did yes, you have to I go did. back and? Oh, you already had that. Okay. I already had the degree from K State. I just didn't have a. Um, you didn't have the graduate I, degree. I yet. didn't have the graduate. No, I, okay. I, I was. I was. I just had a bachelor in sociology, and okay. I figured out real fast, you can't make any money in sociology. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sociology usually means you got to go to school again, right? Right. <laughs> to so, get a specialist, right. specialize in something, you got a special degree in it, right? Like, it'd be like if I came home and and told my dad, Dad, uh, I just declared a major to, uh, this week. Oh yeah, son, what was that? Sociology. He'd be reading the paper and he'd fold the page down. <laughs> so you're telling me that you're going to be a career student? That's exactly what he would have said. <laughs> Exactly what he was saying. But hold on, hold on. <laughs> this is what happened. So I'm like, all right, I got my degree. Right. So I start looking in the um I start looking in the one ad, you know, go online trying to find a job. I'm like, what the hell does sociology what what can you do in sociology? Right. What does it even mean anyway? It doesn't mean anything, man. Right. And that's the problem. Right. It didn't mean anything. Yeah. I look, I needed 12 more hours to be a teacher. I needed 12. <laughs> that was 12 one of those garbage classes you had to take as a, like a liberal arts requirement, sociology 101. Right. I mean, what is right, this right, garbage? Right. How can I get a C without doing anything in this class? <laughs> So I was like, I could be a social worker. Oh, right. only need, great. Only need eight more hours to be a social worker. <laughs> eight more. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I was like, I figured out that real quick. I said, you know what? Let me start working out again. So I started working out real hard, running mm-hmm. again. All of a sudden, I got the phone call. And, you know, right there, I went back. So I, 
I won't get cut again. That's so. pretty impressive, though, like that you were at that stage and Pittsburgh called you. Right. You know what right. I mean? Like that yeah. had to feel good. They called me. And, it, you know, it, Kevin Colburn mm-hmm. was he was the guy that he worked out the deal with um, with um, Big Red to get me to go to Detroit. Oh, OK. Him and Col- him and uh, Colbert, you know, knew each other pretty well. And, you know, it was like a pipeline. So I mm-hmm. ended up going there. So, you know, got there. So he 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 then went to to uh, the Steelers and I got the call from Kevin. Isn't that said, funny? Hey, said, Brooksy, what you doing? Yep. I said, man, I'm working out, kid. How's it going, man? Well, you tell me. I said, bro, I can be on the next thing smoking. All right, well, get your ass on up here then. <laughs> Flew up there, went in and worked out. <laughs> and it was over after that. Is I that remember right? I went in, right? I went in and, um, you know, I had to go put my clothes on to, to, to work out. And I can remember, I said, you know what? I'm going to spat my shoes. So it makes, because when you spat, it gives the illusion that you're a little faster than what you are. Because they're shiny. Yeah. Nice so, clean. so I yeah. spat it up real good. I'm looking, so I'm looking quick. <laughs> so <laughs> the coach is like, oh, he looks pretty quick. Man. Yeah. How old is he? Because I had a young looking face too. Look at those feet. Right, right. Damn. But I had a young face. So they were like, well, how old is he? And they told him how old I was. He, said, oh, he didn't look that old. I'm like, fooled him. Got him. Got him. <laughs> I got him. They think That's I'm younger crap. than what I am. I got him. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, the stream is pointing out here. Guns, 350. Wentz, 11 for 20, 106 yards. That was his stat line yesterday. And the team what? scored 40 points. 41 wow. points. That's how good that running back is. That is crazy. Yeah, now, now, Buffalo plays on on Thanksgiving night against New Orleans. That's going to be a good game. That's gonna be they a just got game. emasculated by the Colts. Yes. Okay? Yes. They got their balls taken from them. So I said it's going to be a great game because they're trying to get back. You know, they're not – nobody respects them anymore. They don't Buffalo. respect them anymore. Yeah, Buffalo. Nobody respects them anymore. What's so the they got to come with it. Let's see. The the – the Tampa Bay or uh, New Orleans is a four and a half point underdog at home to Buffalo. Wow. I think Buffalo's going to smash them. I think so, also. Yeah. Dallas is a seven point favorite Thursday. So you're taking the Vegas Raiders. Watch. Put your money on it. See, this is the thing that we have to watch. Chicago play Detroit at noon. If you want to watch football at noon, you got to watch that. That I'm gonna still be cooking then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, just go shopping then. Like, just go uh, to the f- supermarket. No, actually, um, my godson, I'm taking my, I'm taking my grandson. My grandson, they get up on Tuesday, mm-hmm. so my grandson. So you know, I'm gonna have some technical difficulties then, because you know he likes to come over and play on my computer before I get on. <laughs> now, what day is this? Tuesday. He oh, gets Tuesday. on Tuesday, so he'll so, probably be messing with it on Wednesday. That, he won't be here. Right. Well, no, but so tomorrow he comes. He's well, He comes tomorrow, yeah. Yeah, Wednesday I'm getting a couple of wisdom teeth ripped out. Oh, hate to be you, bro. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can't even drink either. Yeah, I can. <laughs> the hell I can't. What do you mean? Why wouldn't I be able to? Because you already be high from the medicine. No, I don't I don't take the medicine. You don't? Who needs, who needs that? No. <laughs> no. Dude, when I got my surgery, I took one Percocet. That was it. That's it? That's it. Yeah. 
when, for an ankle surgery, you only yeah, took for one a full, full. Yeah, you are yeah. crazy. Yeah, one, one pill. I've been eating them like M and M's, man. My, well, I gave them to my buddy who eats them like M and M's. I just gave them to him. <laughs> I'm like, you, you can, you'll enjoy these much more than me. <laughs> yeah. Now this stream is talking about this uh, uh, Antonio Brown. Did you hear that story? Yeah, that he went and bought him. So Dope King says, did you know about AB's incident about the fake vaccine vaccination card? Yeah. Did, is that true? All they're saying is true. Um, in fact, he said a cook. A chef, one of his chef, old chefs, dimed him out. Yeah. And said, you know, he didn't know. He didn't He didn't acquire it for him. But I think he said a, a couple weeks later that he did get one of on his own. How could you really prove that he didn't? I don't know. I mean, he's a former live-in chef that claims he's owed $10,000 in unpaid wages. So now, see, this is what happens when you don't pay your bills. Pay your bills, You know, bro. people dime you out. Pay your bills, man. Wow. Yeah. Is Oh, my God. How does he owe $10,000? How much food did he cook? That's a lot. That's a, that's a lot <laughs> right. of uh, White Castle. Right. Damn. Yeah. He got him from another player who was selling him, the chef told ESPN. Wow. That player came over to the house multiple times. He had to get another copy of Sid's vaccine card because they got her birthday wrong on the first one. Now, Sid is apparently the girlfriend of Antonio Brown, Sidney Moreau. They're trying to get the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. Come card. on, man. Yeah. Come on, man. I mean, come on. Right. There's always issues. But I don't know. I thought um I thought the coach was asked about it and he didn't know it to be true. Right. He has I mean, no they should know. Bruce Arians told reporters Friday that he had no reason to suspect Brown is unvaccinated. We did right. our due diligence. The league will do theirs, the statement said. Everything. I really don't think it's a story, and it has nothing to do with the Giants game, says Arians. Well, he's still, he's still, they still ruled him out, though, for this game. Mm-hmm. And that's the, for the ankle injury. Right, he's got a foot injury or something. Foot, yeah. yeah. But he's still yeah. ruled out. Right. Oh, man. I, I, hope, I hope the Buccaneers just stomp them tonight. <laughs> I really do. I hate the Giants. I don't need the Giants catching any life. Me neither. Just, you know just, what I mean? Just, just go ahead and snuff them out now so we ain't right. got to worry about it. Exactly. Snuff them out. Yeah. So. <laughs> He's candid for life. See, how much money do I owe White Castles? <laughs> they want payment right there. Payment you need an full. endorsement is what you need. Right. There See, you we go. Should, hey, we should hey. get uh, Xander on that. Xander. You yeah. got to get me on the, on the White Castle. <laughs> the White Castle. Right, I'm going to put it in a private chat. I'm going to put it in a private chat. <laughs> there you go. I saw what's in that private chat. You're requesting a case of liquor. Yeah, that too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's phenomenal. Yeah, you need a, you need another case of, uh, what is it? The uh, stateside. The stateside vodka. Yeah. yeah. I like, I wow. like what you said. Holy Holy, and then the glass breaks. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love that commercial. Every time I think about it, man, I think about it, bro. That's phenomenal. Well, I, I kept on seeing Dr. Rick commercials this weekend, and every time I see him, I think of you. Just <laughs> laughing your ass off. Oh, look, Xander, before I even put it there, he said, I hear your ass. Yeah. I- <laughs> 
<laughs> we all hear it. We all hear it. Yeah, yeah, we all hear it. Wouldn't that be amazing though if I could get a White Castle? They should just just send the tapes to them. This they should because they've gotten so much free publicity and and promotion on this show because of you. Exactly, they might open up another one down here in South Jersey because of me. Well, that would be good. Yeah. We I we, we did the investigating. You can't fran. They're not franchised. Oh, they're not. So you can't own one. See, that's that's terrible, man. I know. That's I BS, agree. Man. That's BS. Because that wouldn't be like going to work for you either. <laughs> going to showing up at the White Castle uh, location, you exactly. sit there back in the kitchen eating and greeting the people oh, at the drive-thru. You see you at the drive-thru? <laughs> Look, 91 LSXers, a real-life wimpy, yes. Yeah, I will wimpy. gladly yeah. pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. <laughs> oh, man, you're a mess. Oh, man. Oh, man. All right. Good show today. I'm Appreciate sure we'll everyone. be back fantasizing more tomorrow about just the think Eagles. about it. We just went out in the division. Just think about it. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it's not out of the question, I guess. I mean, the, the teams they're playing are so subpar. I mean, right. the quarter, no, none of the quarterbacks, except for Dak, if he plays, really scare you. Yep. Exactly. All right. That's fair to say. All right. Thanks for, thanks for listening, everybody. Hit that like button. Uh, stay tuned for Cilio later today of a big NFL show from 4 to 6 and uh, Birds 365 tomorrow, and we'll be back tomorrow at 11. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. 
Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.